name's Sid Garza Hillman, and this is what I think. I like to get the work done. Okay, if you guys know me at all, you know that I like to get the work done. I like to I like to get the work done. I like to earn my free time. I also like to earn this freaking cup of coffee that I'm enjoying right now. It is Sumatran. I roasted it myself, by the way. Roasted the Sumatran. And then after roasted some coffee. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I didn't roast an actual Sumatran. But I roasted the coffee that they made, grew, picked, plucked, dried, whatever they did. Mm. Mm. It's fantastic. Moving on to um, Costa Rican. Uh, the next batch will be Costa Rican because I just ran out of the Sumatran. And I bought for 20 bucks, which I don't usually spend 20 bucks on this, but I couldn't help myself on one pound of raw green beans, which doesn't maybe not sound too expensive, but raw green beans are usually like six or seven bucks organic fair trade. This one's 20. It's supposed to be really good. So I want to see if it's worth the 20. Okay. It's just a, it's a fun thing I'm doing. Okay. It's a, it's a fun thing I'm doing when I'm sheltering in important stuff. Um, so I'm getting work done. I'm working on a fourth draft of my book and I am, um, just in the, you know, there's things I'm doing, working for the resort still, I'm doing emails and everything. Anyway, I find myself being distracted again with the stuff, the websites, the YouTube and the news and the this and the that. So I went back to my original plan, which I was doing when I was writing, uh, raising healthy parents, which was. So I looked for a plugin. I didn't use the same one as before, but I use this one. It's free. This is not an ad, by the way. I'm just talking to you guys about some stuff. Okay, freaking relax. I don't have a sponsorship. You guys, the Patreoners keep me from having to have sponsors. Okay, otherwise, I mean, Coca-Cola, right? Give me a break. I found a plugin called Blocksite. You guys got to give it a shot. It's free. It's on Chrome, I guess, but maybe on other ones too. Anyway, so I did it and you can list the sites that it blocks you out of. And then if you just kind of wrote response, go to a site like YouTube, it'll flash for a second to YouTube. Then it'll come and say, yeah, you didn't really want to go there. And it's starting to block, literally blocks you. And it's very, very helpful as I'm trying to just kind of stay focused. It's having too much technically free time. You know, when we don't have to go to a, a, an office, there's a, we have to, we to, to work and produce and be happy, have to, have to constrain we have to set up constraints. These kinds of tools are very helpful. Now you may be thinking to yourself, Sid, have some self-control. Okay. You're sitting in your on your in your chair and you're having a cup of coffee. Just don't go to those freaking sites. But I say to you, sir, and actually I'm gonna say ma'am as well, because I gotta tell you, like I'm equally confrontational in this regard. Like it's not just the guys that are giving me shit about this. I'm I'm saying to you, sir, ma'am, if you're surrounded by a pile of cocaine you may need a little reminder, a little sign on that pile that says that's not always okay to do this always. Like you need to n- dip into the cocaine just now and then, not always, because if you do it always, you're really not going to get the good work done. Okay. Um, there's better work to be done. I want to get in and out on the news. I don't want to be visiting YouTube for any reason at all other than entertainment, which I need to earn to feel like I'm okay. Cause I can feel it. I can feel it at the core of my of my soul when i am surfing the net it feels bleh, like it feels bad do you have the guys have that same do you have that same response maybe it's just me mm. on the other hand if i have a good day of pr- production getting work done being with family the stuff that really matters 
dip in for a few minutes, watch a fun video, check on a Colbert, you know, what? It, great, don't, there's no sweat, I don't sweat, I don't sweat it. Is this restrictive? Is it, am I restricting myself? Yes, you bet your ass I'm restricting myself. Good Lord, to do more in one area means doing less in another. That's the thing about it. Everyone's so worried about, I don't wanna give that up. You're not giving it up. You're not giving it up. You're not giving it up. Okay, you don't wanna know why? Because you're getting something in return. You're getting something in return. Is it restrictive? If you're giving up, you know, vanilla ice cream when you get chocolate ice cream? No, it's just a trade. You just trade one thing to do better than a thing. It's like, look, give me a break. Nutritionally, by the way, to do more as a human means less shitty food. But if you give up, you know, get rid of more shitty food and you but you get in return you are a better human and you have more joy and happiness and energy, is that restriction or is it just a choice to make your life better? Okay, move on. Move on, restrictive people. Mm. If you live in the restriction, just only pay attention to what you've given up, then you're really not getting anything in return. So don't give that stuff up. You heard it here first. Mm. I was a guest on a podcast yesterday. And and by the way, did a um, mindful eating uh, talk, which went pretty well. Did my um, one, one answer to rule them all. Maybe I'll link to those things. It's called Rancho Compassion. It's like a um, um, an animal sanctuary, but they had a veg fest, a, a mindful eating film festival. Uh, Miyoko Shinner, Skinner, who does those cheeses, her daughter is the one that's kind of in charge. And this guy, this guy Dave. And anyway, they invited me to do a talk at, as part of the event, but then of course it got canceled because of the of the pandemic. But the, so then they had virtual talks, and I so I gave my talks pretty good. Got another one coming up in June. I'll link to these things. So it's kind of like I'm out. I feel like I'm doing things and it's satisfying. Not as much as this Sumatran cup of coffee, I will tell you that. Because nothing, nothing is as satisfying. Took a good run on my uh, treadmill this morning. A tougher run. I am recovered from that 4x4x48 thing I talked about. But it took a few days. I did some very light runs. You know, I felt good. But I felt I did. I didn't push it at all. But today I did a, a good steady state kind of solid effort up some hills pretty tough pretty tough one mm. so not to belabor norway i don't want to belabor the entire country of norway okay i don't want to i don't want to belabor that i'm just i'm just gonna you guys i talked about it last week i have not left the headspace the norwegian have headspace if you will but i got some emails and people wanted and very kind caring from podcast listeners that, you know, Bergen may not be everything it's cracked up to be. In, and they were just giving me heads up. It's a, a little rainy, windy, expensive, for instance. I live in Mendocino. Rainy, windy, expensive. Sarah, what it is. But here's what Mendocino isn't. Norway. Okay? So, I, don't kill the buzz. Don't kill the buzz. I'm going to, I'm going to Bergen. First, I'm going to go to Oslo, visit my buddy Marius. Hang out with Sandra Lurken. I'm, I, that's on my on my to-do list and his buddy Dave who plays the drums because they're buddies of mine now and I've never ever talked to them but they freaking love me and I love them mm. apparently last week I said Bergen was paradise and there's actually a part of Bergen called paradise it's the stars are lining up thank you to everybody who patreons me and, and gives me reviews and buys my books okay thanks to all of you guys and for just coming here and hanging out with me, okay, I'm a little bit lonely. So when you come here and I can sense your presence on the podcast, I feel cuddled and cozied. 
Let's talk about conspiracy theories. I told you last week I was crafting, and I crafted. The reason is because this is like primo time for a conspiracy theory. Anytime something happens, then you always have the nutty nut nuts. The problem that I have with the world, one of my main problems, is that the fringe nutty nut nuts have, they just get, we get, we have to listen to them. Like they, they actually get to sort of mainstream, partly because our president, for crying out loud, pushes these. Oh, I remember this so funny, like there was this book years ago called Life's Little Instruction Book, and it was a little book. It actually was a little book. And it had things like stop and smell the flowers, little, little life's little instruction book, just a little tidbits of how to live better. But then there was a great, and I got to look this up. I might buy it if I can find it, if it's still in print. Somebody did a spoof of it called Life's Little Destruction Book. And it had little things like, um, you know, every umbrella is yours. You know, um, leave a, a, a lollipop stuck on a brand new couch. Uh, quote Adolf Hitler. I, I thought it was fantastic. But one of the things it said was foster conspiracy theories. Life's Little Destruction Book, foster conspiracy theories. Why? Because that it's a, it's a thing that is it's, it's fun and, and, and maybe like entertaining at best, at best. But at worst, it's super damaging because it, it conspiracy theories bring out in a way the worst in people. It, it's and and it, you have to remember, like it's a theory. It's a conspiracy theory, so it can be actually anything. I mean, you could make up anything, like the Earth is flat, for instance. No, but you can have like you could say uh, Elmo you know, is a Nazi, whatever. I don't even know. Like you could just, it could just, please don't quote me that Elmo's a Nazi because then I got to get a bunch of freaking emails from people and I don't want to deal with that. But I'm just saying that could be a conspiracy theory. You know, that Sesame Street is a front for whatever. By the way, I just watched, a, I'm all about tangential right now. I think it's a Sumatra. I just watched a documentary on Amazon Prime about the guy who plays Big Bird, Carol Spinney. It's a documentary on Big Bird. It's called I Am Big Bird. I don't know why it was so, I just love, I mean, it's not like the best documentary, I guess, but kind of is an excellent documentary because it just, the whole history of, and I just, it was like emotional for me just because Big Bird, you know, we all grew up, I grew up with him and he's still there. And, and, and it, anyway, it's this incredible story of the guy who played Big Bird and just how, how massive it just became and how it just became such a, uh, a you know, that character, such a cultural icon. Anyway, I am Big Bird. So whatever, just check it out if you want there they i get a i get $14 every time somebody watches it mm. i don't really get $14 jeez you guys come on seriously um back to conspiracy so it can be actually anything um the problem that i have is that we the normal of us the sort of regular people and it's not look it's not that I'll, I'll put this, they could be those things could be true but more on a minute now we just don't the normal people are it's not that we wouldn't be open to the fact that they might be true. It's just that we got bigger fish to fry, like trying to make the world a better place, like that stuff. So it's not to discount every conspiracy theory. Some of them may be true. The problem is, is that what social media has done is essentially drag the regular of us. And by regular, I do not mean that in a pejorative way. I mean, like that's the best. We're the normal sort of most people are the best. We're the best of the people. We're the we're not the fringe. The fringe are the worst. That we're the best of the people. I don't want to say that the average person, average being not good, average is the best. Average an average Joe and Josephine. Because again, I want to be fair on this. Is 
excellent. We're the people just going to work and raising families. This is, we're the heroes. We're the best part of the world. We're the people that are fair and honest and trying to make the world a better place and actually kind of try to live by, do one to others. That's the regular, the boring people that are the best people. We're the best people. The conspiracy theorists are not the best people. Okay. They have better conventions. Maybe I don't know, but they're not the best people. We're being dragged into meetings with these people. Social media is essentially saying, I'm going to drag you into this meeting. In the non-social media world, I would never sit in on a white supremacist meeting. And by, I want to mention something about white, white supremacist. I had to look it up because I was like, is it white supremacist or white supremacist? Turns out it's supremacist. Turns out it's supremacist. And worst about that whole story is that now I am, I have that search in my Google history. It's just there. Even if I delete it, they're going to go, you know, at one time, that guy, he's running for president and he is bald and he did search on supremacist versus supremacist. Nailed. Mm. Uh, anyway, so I wouldn't sit in on a meeting. I would have nothing to do with him. But like Twitter is kind of a white supremacist. It's like a full-time white supremacist meeting with a few anti-vaxxers hanging out in the, you know, in the, in the annex of the building, like the, the main build, the main buildings of the white supremacists. And then the anti-vaxxers are over there. And then the, the flat earthers are like, you know, manning the buffet table or womaning the buffet table. I'm like, listen, this is an equal opportunity podcast. I've said it from day one. <coughs> Sumatra. Mm. Here's the big question. What if they are true? What if the conspiracy, a given conspiracy theory, like that are coming out about this coronavirus, that it was in a lab and then it was in this and that, what does it fundamentally change? Is it worth our time to consider these things until pre-fact? I mean, at the point that it's a conspiracy theory, at the point that it's guy that you're some guy you're talking about or girl, says oh that's what i think this and i've got this internet thing and it says that this is at what point is it worth our time at what point is it worth our time and and i because i want to say like until it's not a theory until you have facts facts and beyond just some random website like i just you know i but then again i think you know i don't even want to get into that either i don't even want to it's sort of like I know dairy is bad for you. I don't want to ask you, well, where's your research? Because guess what? You're going to produce research. I, I know enough to know that there's no research you can show me to show me that cow's breast milk is natural for the human being. So I don't, it's, it's like a discussion I don't want to have. Drink it or eat your cheese, but don't try to sell me on the health or the natural element of it because it's not going to exist. It's like I wouldn't ask somebody to provide me you know, research on scotch being good for me. I know that it's horrible for me. I don't need to, you don't need to come up with some sort of magical thing about scotch. It's absolute crap. I drink it because I dig it. So I minimize it in the story. Now, can I go hang out with my family so I don't have to entertain you? But, it, but the conspiracy theory that's the part of conspiracy theory is that as somewhat interesting to me is to me is the personality or the motivation. Is it, is it, I, and I wonder like anti-vaxxers and the flat earthers and the moon landing deniers and the Holocaust deniers, are they after truth or are they after, is it like a intense secure insecurity? Like they need to feel special. They need to be the contrarian in the room that says, well, no, this, that you guys are all, you guys have the wool pulled over your eyes and I have the truth. I am the special one. 
And it's a very weird place to, to see the world. It's a filter that they create whereby everything that they see now because of this filter is to be mistrusted. That's a very unhappy re existence, in my opinion. To look at the world and say, no matter what I read, it is wrong and somebody's trying to get me. Somebody's trying to pull one over on me. And that's how I see the world. And how can that not bleed into your interpersonal relationships and just, you know, on a, on a, you know, human to human level, like how can that not bleed into all aspects of how you live your life? Is it, which are things that are relevant or, or do that make a difference? Like which conspiracy theories are, I don't give a crap if we haven't landed on the moon or not. Like, even if it were true, I'd be like, oh, that's a bummer. But like, can I go now? Can I go play the Atari? You know, twenty six hundred. Like, I it's not it's not it'd be a bummer, but it's not crucial. Like, these are the questions to sort of ask about when you read these things. Is like, what if it did come up in a lab? It doesn't change the fact that this virus is happening. We have to deal with it. We have to listen to people who are relevant to listen to. Like I talked about last week, and then then that's it. If this happens, I hope there's people who deal with it. I'm not in a position to deal with it, so it has no real relevance to my life or my efforts. Conspiracy theorists are getting more and more annoying to me. They're more and more a waste of my time and energy. And it's just, uh, I wanted to talk about it because it's just a thing that's kind of pervasive now, I think, with the way that news and social media has now overtaken, uh, has become just sort of how we exist and, and relate to people. It's a breeding ground for this kind of bullshit, frankly. It's what it is. And I don't know if it's just, like I said, that insecurity. So solution would be, each of us individually, as I always say, getting stronger, getting healthier, taking better care of ourselves, getting to the point where our stress is managed so we can think in ways that don't get us swept into that kind of crap. Because it, guess what? It doesn't actually really matter. This stone. The only way out is to run The only way out is to bubble down This storm The only way out is to come undone The only way out is to watch it pass through If I ask too much of everything Your mystique is tied and paper thin Tell me why this is happening Finally meaning something This way The way you shut down it makes me scream Your silence is unsettling 
this storm The only way out is the way in I see the only way out is to Give you out I ask too much of everything Your mystique is tied and paper thin Tell me why this is happening When our time is finally Time